You are tuned in to the Recruiting Hogs podcast presented by hogbeat.com and rivals.com. I'm your host, Mason Choate, managing editor of hogbeat.com, joined by recruiting analysts over at hogbeat.com, Alex Trader. Alex, it's it, so th- when we started this podcast, we wanted it to be a weekly thing. We're going to do it every week, every Wednesday. And we already missed a week, but we have good excuses. We've been on vacations, which I, if you think about it, not good excuses. But also, uh, it's it's been a slow period in recruiting. So that's uh, that's one thing about this show is like if you're looking for big news, Arkansas landed some big commitments. We don't have that for you today. What we do have is we have an interview with Joe T. Robinson's Rodney Bolden. Um, Joe T. Robinson from Little Rock. That's a school there in Little Rock. A couple hogs are there. And then some prospects, you know, here in the future who might end up being some really good players. They got a really good quarterback there. Um, you know, good stuff there from Alex and Rodney. And then we'll just talk about, you know, the end of summer cookout, all that going on. But uh, Alex, dead period's over, um, but it's still slow right now. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You didn't we, – we were off last week, but you didn't miss much. Um, that, that interview with Layden Blocker the week before really, I think, was some good stuff and, and gave a lot of insight into what was going on with basketball recruiting with J.C., and I think we're kind of going to have to bounce around like that. Uh, basketball gets even less commits than football. So we're not going to have a, a super jam-packed episode every week like we did. Um, those first couple of shows we were able to put on with, with uh, Jalen Braxton and Brad Spence and Davion Dozier. But we do have some pretty you know important stuff coming out of the summer cookout uh, that the team hosted to close out July. We, uh, we saw a number of commits back on the hill for one last time before that Arkansas football staff really gets into the thick of the season. Fall camp started up this past week. Um, and then you also had a couple big-name visitors who could start to play, like, you know, start to, to fit into to Arkansas's grand scheme and their master plan in 2024. Um, guys like Michael Hawkins, guys like Kobe Black out of Texas, rivals 250 guys, uh, one quarterback, one cornerback. And you're really starting to see the staff go after the high, high – talent kids, the kids that are going to be in national battles from, from schools like Alabama, like Georgia, this, this staff thinks it's ready to go win those battles. And I'm really interested to see what that approach is going to be like for guys like them, guys like Colin Simmons, Ryan Wingo, um, and then even in-state guys like, you know, already locked down Braylon Russell, but you've got Walker White and you've got Charleston Collins, who uh, I did a, a hogbeat reaction on yesterday, and he's a freak of nature. So as far as the end of summer cookout, I don't know if a lot of people know about that. And, you know, when I saw it as somebody who's not really deep into recruiting like others, including yourself, go follow them at Trader Rivals on Twitter. Keep up with everything Arkansas recruiting. Um, what What is this end of summer cookout really meant for? I mean, of course, you want to get your your guys that you're targeting, some of these priority guys on campus, talk to them, you know, but how does it go as far as who they're going to invite? Do they send invites to everybody for, for those who don't know? Yeah. So, um, you know, being a little bit newer on the beat myself, this is also my first cookout, but uh, from what I'm able to gather, it's a pretty important situation. You know, last year you had a guy in Joey Sua commit and he's remained firm since, since then. Um, And now you're even looking at it. There was one, one round of official visitors, a little, uh, a little under a month ago at that point. 
And other than that, guys haven't been able to be on campus in over a month. You want to get your commits back and you want to get some of those top targets back in the mix, able to see what Arkansas has to offer before the grind of the season really kicks in and the coaches aren't able to devote quite as much time. So as far as what we've got coming out, you know, over at hogbeat.com here um, in the next week or so, or, you know, however long it's going to be, because we don't really know what's going to be going on with recruiting because the season's about to get started up. So all these high school guys are going to be focused on, you know, playing football rather than, you know, during the summer, you know, there was there was a week period there where Arkansas had, what, two or three commitments in football, and then, of course, baseball took off as well. But um, you'll have your recruiting roundup, Alex, on Friday. We'll get that back going. Recruiting roundup, which I think is one of the better recruiting pieces in all of Arkansas media coverage because you're breaking everything down that's happened that past week for everybody fine. We make it free. It's not even premium. It's free over at hogbeat.com. Um, I know Jackson Collier, our basketball guy, he's put in a couple of future casts since the last time we talked. Did he talk about his future cast for Bayfall in the episode with uh, Layden Blocker? I believe he did. It, it was right around that time frame, but I know he did talk about um, how he, he likes Arkansas's chances with a guy like Bayfall, with a guy like Asan Diop, who he, he also added in a future cast for. Yeah, and Jackson's one of those guys that's extremely plugged in, like very, very plugged into the Arkansas basketball program, not just the Arkansas basketball program, but just recruiting as a whole when it comes to high school basketball. So um, go check out his future cast that he put in. He, he put together a couple stories and, you know, reasoning for why he chose them uh, to, to pick Arkansas. So we got that going on. But uh, Alex, as, as far as moving forward with recruiting coverage, we're hitting the season. So what can people expect from you and from hogbeat.com as far as recruiting goes moving forward in, in the next few weeks and during the football season? Yeah, so um, at, at least over the next week, I'm hoping to – you guys saw the hog board come out, the 2023 offensive and defensive hog boards come out earlier this summer. Um, I'm hoping – to get really rolling on that and get some big names on that board for you guys for 2024, starting with quarterbacks. That'll be dropping sometime early next week. So you'll get a, a really early, you know, kind of advanced look because you're not necessarily going to be getting a ton of commitments. A guy like Braylon Russell committing almost two years early isn't necessarily the norm for college football. So, um, but, but it is going to give a look at some guys like Walker White, like Mabry, Mabry Mator, uh, like Michael Hawkins, who we talked about earlier. Um, DJ Lagway, guys that Arkansas is in on early and kind of where their entrance, where their interest is, uh, it provides their star rating, their height, their weight, where they're, where they're from in high school, and then a little bit of a, a tidbit about what's going on in the latest news for those those quarterbacks in that position. Um, and then hopefully I'll be following that up over the next couple of weeks, with running backs, receivers, all that good stuff. Uh, we'll also be closing out the 2023 hog board, at, at least as far as you know, guys coming in. We had a couple names on there as top targets. Not completely closed out yet. Still waiting on decisions from guys like Marcus Deal, guys like Vice and Lang. But um, there was a pretty big name defensive back who Arkansas was able to, to earn an official visit from, who uh, recently excluded the Hogs from his final couple of schools. So I'll have an update coming out on that here. Uh, I think tomorrow when you guys are listening to this, maybe Friday. 
Um, and then also as we get into the season last year, you guys saw me go to Little Rock. You saw me cover that game uh, at Joe T. Robinson against Mom L. And hopefully we're going to see a lot more of that this year. We're going to see a lot more of me going outside the, the, the 40 minutes to my hometown of Bentonville and, and able to go take a look at some of Arkansas's biggest names. Um, I don't know quite know if I'm able to make it out to Georgia given my school schedule, but, you know, Tulsa has quite a few Arkansas players over in Oklahoma. Texas has quite a few names uh, that, that Arkansas fans really need to familiar, familiarize themselves with. So um, we're going to have videos. We're going to have interviews. We're going to have game, uh, you know, game highlights, all that good stuff for you about all of Arkansas's incoming recruits and then even some targets beyond into that 2024 class. You know what we need to do, Alex? When you're going to these places, especially – in-state because i feel like hog hogbeat.com is going to connect with the in-state people a little bit more when you go to these places we need to find you like the best restaurant in that town and get you to go there and like vlog it like video yourself eating there maybe you could do a food challenge or you into food challenges i love watching this dude on tiktok that does food challenges you do that i, I was a fan of uh, adam richmond and man versus food back in my heyday so yeah, we we need to get you to do that. Maybe maybe when we figure out your schedule and where you're going, we can tweet out and say, "Hey, people in Bryant or Greenwood or wherever you're going to go, uh, what's the best place for our guy Alex to stop by and get a bite to eat?" And um, maybe we can get you to do that. That would be fun. But you mentioned it. The 2023 big board basically closed down. Um, big board hog board. We're calling it the hog board, but it's a big board. Everybody knows what a big board is, but we're calling it a hog board. Um, 2024, only one guy committed. You mentioned him, Braylon Russell. Um, but you got to get it started up now, man. I mean, 2024 is coming. Uh, are you expecting, I mean, like when, when do you expect guys to really start committing in that 2024 class? Cause you mentioned Russell, like that's, that was kind of a rare occurrence to commit so early. Yeah. I mean, it was about this time last year where we saw Shamar Easter and Jaden Ham go back to back days on their, their commitments. Uh, Joey Sua followed up in either September or October, I believe. And then you really start started to have a lull until Dallas Young committed in December. When you're really going to start seeing the bulk of those commitments just come and come and keep coming and not stop is when you get into that, that off season, that springtime, uh, spring ball, when kids are able to make their visits and kind of make the rounds um, going into their senior season. A lot of times kids don't want to enter that senior season uncommitted if they're in a position to commit just because there are so many variable factors uh, that, that you want to look at in terms of, you know, keeping healthy, knock on wood, you don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, and also got a lot of situations where kids just don't want the distraction. They don't want constant questions about, oh, what's next for you? They just want to go out and ball. And I, I think, you know, there will be quite a few names even just within the state that Arkansas is really going to need to push for. Um, and has a chance to land. I, I told you all I did a, a hog beat reaction on him. Go check it out on the YouTube after this. But Charleston Collins, uh, former Pine, Pine Bluff player, excuse me, um, going over to Little Rock Mills this season. And he's really, you know, a guy who, who's bordering on that five, currently unrated, but I could easily see him bordering that five star status. He's really that talented, six foot four, 220 pounds, just really a dominant force on the defensive line. Um, and and you, you have a lot of those guys that are really, really talented, could end up in the rivals 250, even just within the border. All right. Um, we need to get you to learn how to turn on Do Not Disturb, Alex. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my Mac always, uh, my phone's in the other room. I did take care of that, but my Mac always dings during, uh, during. That's, that's, that's fine. On. That's fine. For the, for the loyal listeners of the diamond Hawks podcast, I was always trashing on Robert, like every single episode. So, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to be the one who gets trashed on. So it's gotta be you, Alex, you gotta take it, you know, t- turn your notifications off, please. You're ruining everybody's time. Um, I'm kidding by the way. Uh, but we got to get to this interview with Rodney Bolin. Um, great stuff from Alex. This is the kind of stuff that you can expect from him and uh, the kind of stuff you can expect from hogbeat.com. So go to hogbeat.com, subscribe. Uh, a little preview, a little inside baseball. Um, we're going to be having a nice deal coming out at the start of September, like a really, really good deal for a subscription to hogbeat.com. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I, I, I know you want to get in there on all that fall camp stuff, so get it now. But if you want to maybe, you know, save your money a little bit and then get that that nice year-long subscription for a very good deal at the start of September, you can do that. Um, I I won't be I won't be too upset about it. But go to hogbeat.com and check out everything we got. We got great free content too. And then of course everything on the YouTube is free. Go watch the YouTube. We got practice video, we got press conferences, we got the recruiting hogs podcast, we got our football co- podcast coming out soon very soon be looking out for the football podcast with myself and robert stewart and uh yeah hogbeat.com go subscribe here is roddy bolden all right we're joined now by strength and conditioning coordinator and defensive line coach of the 2021 arkansas state champion little rock robinson senators uh coach rodney bolden coach how you doing look good by the seventh trader Doing well, thank you very much. Um, you actually had the opportunity last year to coach rivals two hundred or rivals two fifty freshman offensive tackle Amarian Harris. Um, he did play defensive line for you guys as well, but just yes, kind of what was? Did you talk a little bit about him as a player and then also as a person? Man, as a, as a player, Mario, man, he was a, he was a kid that you know he wanted to stay on the field, so he played both sides of the ball for us here, Joe T, O line, D line. And, and some tackle for us, uh, but he, he's just a kid, man. That that every snap he want to be out there. He hates to come off the field, but he knows in certain situations he kind of have to. But he's just a kid that that loves to embrace to be out there. And at, and at six seven, and then by three eighty three three seventy five, you know he didn't he didn't miss a beat. And uh, just 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 a kid who had a motor, man. And, and you can see it on Friday nights. It's just he got stronger as as the game went. He got stronger. And just continue to pose his will against guys, you know, throughout the season and then playoffs and along the course of the state championship game. So he's just one of them type of kids, man. Great, great kid. And personally, personality-wise, man, he's very humble. I mean, like I said, he can walk around here. You see he's a big guy in stature, but, like, man, just just if you talk to him, you would never think he had all these SC offers coming out of his sophomore, junior year because he's just so humble. You know what I mean? He always was uh, show up to workouts. He never missed. You know what I mean? He was always he, he led by example. He wasn't a big talker. He led by example. Led by being there and just 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 when he did speak, it missed something. So like the kids all just you know when he speak, he just he just the kids have to just you know listen. You know what I mean? Because like whenever he because he does he doesn't speak often, but when he does, it, it, it means something. You know? So he's a, he's a man of few words, but when he but when he speak, it's powerful. Yeah, and uh, I was actually able to go see a game of y'all's last year when you guys played Maumelle and Andrew Chambly. I'm going to ask you a question about here, him here in a minute because I know you, your yeah. group was tasked with blocking him. Oh, um, yeah, for but, 
like you said, he, he kind of just does – when you see him on the field, he stands out. He's a big dude uh, listed mm-hmm. at 360 in Arkansas's latest roster. Have you gotten the yeah. chance to talk to him at all since he went to Arkansas as an early enrollee? Yeah, actually, we had talked to him yesterday. He called and he called Coach up uh, and he spoke with Coach up. And he, he told us yesterday, man, he weighed, he's weighing now at 333. So he lost about 40, 50 pounds since he's been on the hill. And, like, man, he said he feels – a whole lot better. He's moving. He's already moving. He already moved good at 370. Now he's moving even better and faster at the way he is, that he's at now. So, you know, he's just, he, he, he was excited to hear his wake. I think the way he is yesterday or Sunday or whatever. He was just excited. He called coach. He just pumped up like, hey, because I'm 330. I'm down. And, you know, he's just super pumped about it. So, yeah, I think I think him and Chambly are roommates as well. So, you know, they, they, they always have a good kick about it, talking about the Mamiel game, of course. Yeah, could you just talk a little bit about Andrew as well? I know you might not have gotten as – you didn't get as much time with him as, as you did with Amarian, but you did have to coach against him. What what did you see from him oh, yeah, on the field? Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, Chamblee, man, he, he was he was, he was was a guy, man, that we definitely had to, you know, kind of try to game plan for, like what we want to do against him and what can we do at him. Uh, he has he has great feet. You know, he's, he's athletic for his size. He, he can move. You know, he can bend very well. You know, he's just, he's just, he's just a hard guy to get around, you know what I mean, with, with, with his type of being, you know, so, you know, he, he's just, he's physical on the run block and pass set, man, he's just so quick, and with the, with his length, man, it's, it's hard for guys to, to, to get around him and get past him, so you definitely got to do some stunts at him, you know, try to get him off the ground a little bit, but even with that, he picks it up very well, so, you know, it was just one of them deals, man, it was just like a chess match, you know I mean, try to call the right play when they run something and just try to just, you know, just guess right it. And a lot of times we did, especially going on towards, you know, the third or fourth quarter, we started to pick it up some. Yeah, in, in that game, I did notice as well that Amarian was playing defense for you guys. His dad also played defense, uh, defensive line for Arkansas back in the day. Is that a yeah. position that you could see him kind of translating over to and potentially transitioning to later on uh, if the opportunity arises, or do you think he's pretty well set on the offensive line? Uh, he's an he's O-lineman, though. Yeah, he, he's, he's set on O-line. Like, defensive line, he could do it, but like you know, if, if if I feel like that his 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 home and his heart, his offensive line, like he, he loves just just opposing one people every snap, every play, you know. So I mean, like I say if he would need to do it, he could. But I think deep down inside, O line is where he want is where he wants to be. It's, you know, what I mean, it was kind of the same thing with us there, Joe T. You know, O line, D line, he did both, but. He loved. He didn't miss a snap off his line. It, it, it might miss a snap to a defense, but off his line wise, he didn't want to miss the snaps on offense. Gotcha. And I've only got one or two more here about Amarian before we move on to some other guys. But um, that's fine. Yes, sir. He, he, like you mentioned, his size. He's down now too. He's he's feeling more athletic. How do you yeah. think his size is going to be able to translate into the SEC from just an immediate impact perspective? And then where do you think? How long do you think it'll really be until work, the Razorback fans are able to see him? kind of emerge as the player he's going to be able to be in college? Man, honestly, in my honest opinion, I'm thinking immediately. I, I guarantee I feel like he'd be too deep on the roster coming out of uh, fall camp. And uh, it definitely at least, you know what I mean, if not, he's, he's definitely traveling and maybe even getting some plays here. Now I think he's the next man up for sure. I know they got a lot of seniors up there on the hill that are, that are playing. Uh, so like he definitely explained up if, if not you know take it push push it for a spot somewhere on offensive line he he could do all five he plays center for us as well guard tackle so he can do all five he's very comfortable 
He's, he's athletic enough. He got great feet, can bend, move. You know, at six seven and now three thirty, he 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 got the SEC body. You know what I mean? And he's just a one of those situations where like he'll he'll be able to go ahead and I think immediately. You know, you saw him Amari Main come out of fall camp as in that mix to be you know two deep. You know, push the four stars spot type there as a true freshman. My honest opinion. Yeah. And, you know, you got Robinson's seen a couple of guys go to Arkansas and do big things over the last couple of years. Um, over the yes. last seven years specifically, uh, there have mm -hmm. been six guys from Robinson to go and commit to Arkansas and play for the Razorbacks. What's the yes, secret sir. sauce? What, what's going on over there that's, that's making y'all a pipeline to the hill? Man, it's, 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 it's starting middle school. Bro. A lot of the kids come here. You know, the kids that we got are starting middle school, six, seven, eight grade. We got a great junior high program where we develop them. And, like, by the time they're ninth, 10th grade, if they're ready and you're good enough to play, you'll play as a freshman or sophomore. And that's kind of been, like, you know, with Mario, I play as a freshman. You know, Zach Williams, he played as a sophomore when he came out. You know, so it's just, like, it's, it's one of them deals is, like, we're not afraid to play young guys if you can play. If you, and if you have that opportunity to do that, we're going to give you the opportunity to go ahead and play you. So I feel like what well, we feel like as a team and as a staff is like that guys that are, that are, that are ready at a younger age and guys that can help to the team. Cause we know it takes more to let people to win. So if it's the guys that are younger, they can step up in their role to help us out at an early, at an early on, it benefits them and us. Why not? You know? So that's kind of, that's just kind of what we do as a, you know, as a program, like in whole. So it starts in junior high from seventh grade, and we just build, develop. You know, they start lifting, running, all that stuff in seventh grade. Eighth grade, you just keep getting better. It's like 10th grade, it's like, you just keep developing. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's, it's, it's the secret sauce is just the, the grind over time. You know what I mean? Like a lot, a lot of guys who come in, and a lot of guys who, who, who get to the program, like, Day one and seventh grader might not have been a dude or might not have been a player, but by their sophomore junior year, they bought into the program and it gets bought into the to the success that we have. And now, you know, they're getting a chance to play at a high level in high school and possibly our chance to play at the, at a high level in college. So it's just kind of one of those deals, man. Do you think that gives them a head start as they go into college, having that that in-game experience for for the last four years in high school? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like in, in college, we all know it's, it's it's a different beast. You know what I mean? It's it's a more of a business type setting, but like it's a situation where we have the opportunity to get guys as college ready as possible. You know, uh, we're fortunate enough to have a lot of guys on staff who have played, who have you know. At, at, at some level of uh, college. So we, we are all able to kind of introduce these guys as a, as a staff, as a program, to what college is to be. Like a lot of our guys on the team, their dream is to play college ball at some level as, or at some facet. So we try to get them as college ready as possible as going through what we do as a whole in the program, in season, off season, summer, the whole nine. So we, we try to run it like a semi small mini college program in a sense gotcha and there's another guy coming up here soon who a lot of people think could be the next uh potential razorback from from robinson and that's quentin murphy uh, he's put oh, together yeah. an impressive offer sheet already he's got arkansas auburn tennessee a couple others in there as well what are you yes. seeing from him in practice 
man, he's just he he's he's a he's a kid, man, going into his sophomore year. And like he's just he he's just right now he he can tell that he wants it. So he's just taking like practice and just trying to learn and develop and really develop his his quarterback, you know, uh, quarterback skills as far as like the throwing and, and making the right reads, you know. He got the ability to run and pass, but now it's more the mental aspect of it of making the correct read. So he, you could tell he's he's every day, you know, taking notes. He's 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 making sure he's doing the making the right reads and just it's it's after practice throwing. Reading, make sure that he's doing what he needs to do. Watch a film with Coach Scola. You know, I mean, he's doing every little thing to give himself the advantage to be ready to to either to compete for the job this fall, and you know, going forward. You know, so he's just one of them them kids because he got the ability to do it. You know, so it's just it's just I feel like that he he's definitely gonna be a special kid this year and for the next three years here at Delta Robinson. So I just I expect him to do great things from here going going up until through his senior year. You know, he, is, he he has yet to, to tap into his full potential yet, is, is what I'm saying. So like, it, it's, 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 it's going to be great to see what happens as time goes and grows. He grows. Yeah, and you said it there. He's pretty young in, into his process, only going into his sophomore year. How is he dealing yeah. with the rapid takeoff in his recruitment? I mean, he's picked up a ton of offers over the last couple of weeks. And have you noticed Man, any it, early standouts for him? Any standouts like, like leads or whatever or just – any teams that you know he's talking about more than others, uh, or is he kind of taking every offer in stride? He's just taking everything in stride, man. Like when it first happened for him, he was like he didn't he didn't he was like he didn't know what to expect, and like it was one, then it was another, and it's another, and he's just like, oh, coach, this is really happening. I'm like, yeah, man, that's just kind of part of the deal. You know, once once you get one big one, they all gonna start asking and looking about you. So he went to a few camps and stuff, and a lot of a lot of coaches seen like what they seen. And so more coaches, I pull pull the trigger on them, but uh, like it's just one of them days. Like he he's not he's not big headed, you know. He he always you know try to keep a level ahead. Don't don't let what's happening his early success get to him. He tries to come in and and be just a regular guy amongst the team, and you know he still hang around with his you know with these guys in the sophomore class. He don't try to you know outshine them or anything like that. So like he he's, he's a great kid in that aspect of it, and very humble. You know, he's not walking around with his chest out like he's just this, you know, because he could if he wanted to, but he's not the type of kid. So that's one thing that, that, that we, you know, preach about is like, you know, we don't do have to do all the talking. We let everything, everybody else talk for us, you know what I mean? So uh, Quentin Murphy is one of them guys that, that, that took that in and actually is able to, able to, to, to uh, do that. So, you know, he, he's just, like I said, great kid, man. You wouldn't think he had seven, eight offers, you know, just if he was walking up, talking to him. Uh, but he does, and he's just, he's just, he's just taking the process. You know, he, he's trying to set up some visits this uh, fall. You know, some some uh, unofficials to go see see some game day stuff. Uh, I know it's it's, it's uh, you know he, he, he's like an Arkansas of course. Uh, that's the home state. Uh, LSU is showing him some interest. Uh, who else has been in contact with him? Uh, Mississippi State. So it's just one of them. Then them deals is like he he he's he's taking it in, but he has the great support system with his dad and mom. So they're all kind of with him on this process. So we're just we're just all kind of you know corralling him, helping him out, and letting not let him know like, hey, you don't got to commit today. You know, it's just enjoy the process. Keep going through it. You know what I mean? And take your visits as many as you can. And then as you get closer to your junior senior year, you know, 
now we can start to narrow down what you feel like is the right fit, you know? So that's kind of where he's at in his process and in his journey. Yeah, well, Coach, this has been fantastic. I've just got one more question for you for you here, and then uh, if you want to add anything else after, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, okay. Are there any other names, uh, fans, or even, you know, the coaches, if they're watching, should keep an eye out in terms of guys that at Robinson are nearing that kind of SEC caliber of player? We have a kid, like I said earlier, we don't mind playing a guy that's a freshman or sophomore. Uh, we have a running back slash linebacker for us. He's uh, he, his brother is Hunter Smith. Hunter Smith is now he's a running back at ULM. His name is Isaiah Reese. We call him Tank Tank Reese. He's going to the ninth grade, Mr. Trader. All right, he will play for us a lot on offense and defense. He's one to to watch. I I get this kid by midseason before we start picking up offense going into into the middle of his ninth grade year. He's a uh, uh, he's a physical. Back, you don't mind getting his nose in there. He can run. He's big to be a ninth grader. He's about six one, probably about one ninety five right now. You know, as a, as a, as a ninth grader. Uh, so he's just he, he's one of them kids that 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 y'all will see for the next four years of Robson, who will be probably the next big thing behind Quinn Murphy. Oh wow. Okay. Well, uh, you heard it here first. Keep an eye on him. Um, thank you so much, Coach, for your time. I appreciate it. You're the first coach to come on the Recruiting Hawks podcast. So okay. uh, you'll, you'll always have that distinction, and you're more than welcome to come on anytime. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Anytime. Yeah.